Hey everybody, welcome back to Feedback Loop. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Joey. And this week, we're, we're back. We took a, a one-week break due to uh, personal health crises. Yeah, not, <laughs> not COVID crisis, though. Not COVID. It's... Just just some, some seasonal yeah. illnesses. But uh, yeah, so we're, we're back. This week, we are talking about the album that we said that we were going to be talking about last week, which is Lane 8's Cross Pollination album that released this year. Um, last year it's 2020 last year god time doesn't mean anything anymore i know dude it's crazy it's it's such a (laughs) fucking blur yeah it released in 2020 it's almost 2022 now which is also crazy to me Uh, i guess by the time you guys are listening to this it will be 2022 so happy 2022 hey for for that (laughs) but yeah uh this album was just kind of one of those out of the blue picks Uh, it it came across my feed uh a few weeks months ago i don't remember when it was we were listening to rufus to soul um, and it, it came on my, my shuffle playlist from him and thought it would sound cool enough to check out and we'll see if that was the case. We definitely checked it out. That's for sure. That's, that that's is. the thing we, that happened. <laughs> we did check it out and we knew it was our time to, to talk about it because track number one on this album is, and we knew it was our time. <laughs> hey, starting off strong, yeah, coming out of the gate little, hot. Little, little rusty, you know, gotta shake the rust <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. So, so this is, it's. I knew mostly what it was going into it. This was the one song that I had heard by Lane 8, and I, I think Joey was already looped in. I think last, in the last episode, which was like three weeks ago now at this point, <laughs> I, I, I believe I mentioned that it was kind of like some electro house kind of kind of deal. Yeah, and that's, that's what it is. Yeah, when you told me that you'd heard it through Rufus Soul back whenever we first started like conceptualizing that we were going to do this podcast, we thought maybe we were going to do like, episodes on discographies so i listened to everything by rufus du soul and i had probably heard inadvertently a feature of lane eight so i, I kind of knew it was in that ballpark cool cool so neither of us were completely blind but neither of us had heard this album specifically so uh so here we are track number one it's it's got this kind of like I, I, don't, I don't know it's very much like this electro housey thing it starts kind of like slow and peaceful and then it just builds, it adds in some like plucky funk guitar kind of stuff, some synth chords, <laughs> piano lead. And it, I, I feel like this track reminds me a lot of Dead Mouse's Strobe. Yep. And, and a lot of this album, like, I mean, it's, it's, it's in that genre, right? It, it's a lot of the same, like kind of electro housing. A lot of this album kind of hits the thing, but everything sounds like super clean. The builds are nice. The progression is smooth. And, and I, I, I think on every single track I've made this comment, so I'm going to actually not read it, but the, the sounds used on this album, the sound of the synth and all the drums and all the instruments and stuff, they're, they're very like well-chosen, I think, and they blend with each other very well. Yeah, for real. Like Dead, Dead Mouse is a very apt comparison, not only because it's in the same genre, but because I feel like, the, the, like you said, it's it's just so clean, and I feel like Dead Mouse has that where it's like, yeah, everything is picked so perfectly. And this, like, three minutes into this song, like, yeah, the this melody, song is nine and a half minutes long. Yeah, yeah, it's nine and a half minutes long, longest song on the album. Actually, it takes up about a third of the whole album. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I mean, it, it's a, it's a really fucking good song. Like three minutes into this song, I'm I just knew this this whole album was gonna be good. It was just like a jam it's an absolute jam and uh it like i don't know the song it kind of has this uh 
I don't know, House, it does this thing where about halfway through or a part of the way through, like the song will just kind of back out and then it rebuilds. Like it'll build up to this part where it, it kind of goes away and then comes back stronger. And yeah. I mean, a lot of the songs on this album do that. It's it's kind of a staple of this type of music. But whenever this song comes back, this really cool, like pipey, whistly synth takes over the lead and it adds a really cool texture right before the main melody comes back. And I feel like yeah. that it's just little touches like that really make this that it it puts it over over the edge into something that I would I would actually like recommend this to somebody else after listening to this this album. Yeah. Yeah, it's it it feels like there's a lot of like time and care put into to every every single decision and every layer and every sound and everything. It's it's it feels very well produced, which is good when someone is producing music <laughs> like, like this. I think he actually just released uh, a new album or is planning on releasing an album next year as well. So maybe uh, it looks like it's it's slated for 2022, but there are some singles out for it. So yeah, so that'll be fun to check into. But uh, yeah, it, it it's it's cool shit. It's firmly in its genre. It doesn't doesn't necessarily shatter any expectations of the genre, but it is very well made. Yeah, and it does have more than one track, so we can just move on to track number two, Shatter. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> Killing it. Killing it. We're right back at it. So you didn't uh, mention any lyrics. That would be because there's mostly no <laughs> lyrics to this album. <laughs> That's true. It is mostly an instrumental. Uh, is it considered instrumental if it's electronic music? I, is it, or is it just considered electronic music? <laughs> I, I would just consider it electronic music, but I guess technically it would just be instrumental. I don't know. Some people might, uh, that might be a hot take, depending on what people's definition yeah, of instruments are. Like live instruments for most of it. Yeah, but, you know... So computers are instruments too fair enough i'll i'll accept that answer <laughs> but yeah so so continuing the theme shatter also does not have any any vocals on it it has this nice kind of like soft wintry piano lead that's accompanied by some there's some voice samples in this but you can't really make out what's being said or at least i couldn't maybe he's just saying shatter he is just saying shatter. Okay, well, there you go. I'm not. I'm not that attentive. I didn't put too much thought into it. <laughs> but there's this this like uh, kind of synth wavy bass line that comes in. That's pretty cool. The drop on this one is very kind of. It's like sparkly sounding is the way I described it, and it has just a little hint of like some glitchy effects and stuff. And and then it kind of goes back to the piano. And, and this one, I, I promise, I don't compare every track on this album to another artist. It's just this one stood out. Like there's very much the Dead Mouse vibe on the whole album. Yeah. This one just some of some of the little touches reminded me a bit of Porter Robinson, which was which is always a good thing. Yeah, I mean, you all know how we reacted to Nurture earlier this <laughs> year, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, I totally agree. Like, it's just super cool and retro. Like, it's got this cool retro feel to it without actually sounding like I don't know. You mentioned synthwave, and I do feel like that's a very good descriptor of kind of the general yeah. feel of some of the sounds that are on this album. But he doesn't take it so far that it it's like you're listening to it and you're like whoa the 80s or something <laughs> yeah 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 it's definitely <laughs> but, modern yeah but it's just really cool how he kind of modernized it but it still hits that same feel like this song well i mean this whole album would just be a super cool night drive album i think yeah because it hits that same feel and i mean usually synth wave or like retro wave type albums are are a lot of the ones that i really like listening to at night and uh this one 
is too, I guess. <laughs> not not an exception. <laughs> yeah, not to, an exception to, to the rule here. But yeah, I I also agree with it, it being a good driving album, and I think I call it out in the next track or or one of the, the later tracks. It's it's I mean it, it came to me on my playlist while I was driving and listening to Rufus Do Soul and it, it fit perfectly. I mean obviously it had the impact if I was like I I want to listen to that more. So yeah. definitely that kind of vibe. Yeah, like just driving down the road with the wind in your hair, you know, probably because you don't have a roof. You're driving a dune buggy of some sort. Yeah, a little dune buggy. A little dune buggy. I couldn't I couldn't help it. Hey, track number three is buggy. So it works. Yeah, it, was, but, it was a segue. Yeah, it was it was a segue and I was also I, I I'm thinking of the presidents of the United States of America. Yeah, a little dune buggy. <laughs> Anyways, but, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't have a buggy. Because well, that's what's that's what's on people's mind. I don't have a dune buggy, and I'm not sure if I had one. If I would choose to take my night drives, I mean, maybe in the summer, perhaps. Well, I, I can know. tell you. I feel like uh, I like having a windshield. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good thing to have. My dad bought a dune buggy at one point, just because he went through a period where he was like, I, I don't want to call it a midlife crisis <laughs> because it it didn't seem like a crisis, but he bought like a dune buggy. He bought a motorcycle. He like was really into projects. Yeah. Like stuff like that. And yeah. he still has his motorcycle, but he sold the dune buggy and he drove it a few times. And I think he was just like, no, not having a windshield is <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a reason, there's a reason cars have them. <laughs> it's yeah. not just to keep buggies out of your, your eyes. It's to, to keep the wind out. It's, I mean, the wind shield. The wind. Yeah. So, it shields right you there. from the wind. It's right there in the name. <laughs> uh, but Nothing this song, to do with this track. Buggy. <laughs> Things that have to do with this track. Uh, it, this one, it picks up the energy right away with like a really nice boppy synth that takes up a bouncy melody. And like hearing this, this song specifically is kind of what blew my mind that I hadn't paid more attention to Lane 8 sooner. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like I should have found this guy before, but uh, I, I didn't. I guess I just didn't look hard enough. I wish there's, that I would have. There's so many artists out there. You, yeah. can't, you can't blame yourself for not finding one. That's true. Uh, this song, it just really stood out to me. It's got this really cool, like, honky voice in the back, I guess, is, <laughs> is a way that I could describe it. Uh, but it just really goes along with certain parts of the melody. And everything about this is just so cool. And it's everything that I want out of, I guess, this type of electronic house music. Yeah. It just makes me feel really good. And, like, I even put in my notes that it was a it was a pick me up because I, i've oh, been yeah. having like sinus infections and shit i've just been feeling so out of it but then like this song it gave me a little bit of pep when not much <laughs> else was giving me pep yeah it, this this i think pep is a good word to use when describing this album in general it, it's very it's very peppy at times whereas it, it kind of gets dancey is the words that I use to describe it, but I, I like mm-hmm. Peppy better because everyone knows Joey doesn't dance. So, no, so Pep, yeah. Pep makes sense. This one stood out immediately to me as well. Not, I don't have as strong of a, a reaction to it in general, but there's no like slow building intro section that were on the first two tracks, and that that's kind of a staple of the genre. There's not as much of that build; it just kind of launches right into <laughs> it. And like you said, it's a very like upbeat, kind of driving Peppy sound sounding song which is it's it's cool it's it's a good sound there is an ambient sound he uses that's like this really like 
whining kind of like noise in the middle of the track before the the final drop i guess of it that that really stood out to me like i like that i like the inclusion of this kind of whiny kind of belt sound to it i I don't know why that stood out to me i mean it's probably just because the song's really good like it just feels so starry and beautiful and energetic without going overboard at all it makes me it it makes me feel like i want to run somewhere like <laughs> maybe you should run to track number four <laughs> <laughs> run is the name of track number four hell yeah which uh this one is disclaimer this is the one song on the album that has like <laughs> lyrics <laughs> yeah uh, but it starts off a little bit more bassy than the previous tracks to uh, that's what i got out of it um yeah. it brings back some of the retro sounds from shatter and uh as the music comes in it kind of builds off that bassy sound and really brings it up and it's backed by some cool claps in the back like and it just really complements the bouncy feel of that bass and kind of the heavier direction that the music took and the drums is i don't know it's it's kind of weird to talk about drums and electronic music, <laughs> but I felt like the drums really kept up energy without too much effort, without being too noticeable. Yeah, I I agree. It is a nice, it's a nice change of style, and this is the midpoint of the album, so it's kind of it's breaking up the album a little bit and saying, "Hey, like we're gonna we're gonna take a little detour and and do something fresh for this album." But it is still very much within the similar kind of vein of of Lane Eight's music. So yeah. it's not it's not too far out of the way, but it is a noticeable change, I think. And and yeah, the vocal track is a standout as well because up to this point there have been samples, but not really any vocals, and they got some cool effects on that as well. But uh, yeah, it's it's it is what it is. And uh, in spirit of lyrics, I mean, I'm I don't want to do them a disservice, but it's kind of <laughs> just your standard electronic like slap some vocals on there. Yeah, it's fair. like a pop hook. Yeah, which I mean, it's fine. I I prefer the music though. Like the music is yeah. why I'm here, and the vocals. Yeah, I mean, are kind I think like, eh. I, I think that's kind of intentional. I mean, yeah, it it's there as a pop hook to like get people interested because people like hearing a human voice, right? People like hearing words and being able to sing along or whatever. But I, I the way I tend to view music in general is I think exemplified in in this kind of like house music where it's it's also there as just like a texture as like a sound as like an instrument yeah more so than necessarily trying to say a message that's that's super deep and meaningful like in this one he's just he's just saying that he's gonna run to some of them because that's that's a generic lovey pop feeling just wanting to run to somebody (laughs) definitely and i mean it does it adds the texture in the same way that like i guess the growling in death metal you can't really okay. understand the lyrics. It's <laughs> it just adds a bit of added texture there. Um, you can't you can't tell people that you don't understand the lyrics, Joey. That, that's I, giving it away. People I mean, think, I, people think that people understand death metal lyrics. I do understand the lyrics. Black metal <laughs> lyrics, though, are very hard to understand. <laughs> but death metal lyrics are once once you get used to them, they're not too bad. Yeah, um, yeah. You just need need a little bit of uh, focus. Something to give you focus, I, I guess, like some some caffeine. You know, speaking of caffeine, I got for Christmas. I got some really cool green tea. It's yeah. like this. It's this powder. It's called matcha. They make it out of, I guess, like these certain type of green tea leaves. Up. I was trying to mix it up though, because you can't steep it like normal tea since it's just a powder. You kind of have to pour it into your water, 
and whisk it around with like a special whisk but i just cannot get the hang of it for the life of me like every time i make it 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 just ends up this mess i'm just making matcha mistakes all over the place and it's never as good as i feel like it should be that was a very long-winded segue (laughs) (laughs) but i understand why track number five is called matcha mistake I was like, man, he's really he's really going out of his way for this one. <laughs> I couldn't figure out a way to fully integrate it. So, hey, hey, I like it. I'm here for it. the fans. The fans love it. You can hear them cheering now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, this one yet again. I really like the sounds, the synths, the drums, everything in it. This song actually kind of has like this inquisitive feeling for me, where it kind of like it feels like it's asking a rhetorical question. And then it goes and explains the answer anyway with this just kind of like there's a suspense built, I think, where the melodies are kind of feeling like they were cut short or they were ended and waiting for a response kind of a thing. But then continuing anyway, that that it's a very cool feeling. And then the ending outro section has this really nice, super low bass kind of thing. It just it feels good. I, I really like the song. Yeah, I really like the song as well. It does have like... I don't know. You put it really well. It has kind of like a question and answer vibe to it. And I feel like vibe is a very good word for this song because the energy isn't like giant or anything. Right. But the vibe is just so big because like overall the song is like it's more restrained than other tracks on this album. But everything that is here works super well. And I want to call out around halfway through there's this little cool effect that like the synth it kind of like slows down but as it's coming back in it starts to get a little bit faster and it has this really tinny quality to it that almost makes it sound like glass balls bouncing yeah and getting faster like closer to the floor and i don't it's just a really cool sound sounds man i like the sounds, sounds. they're cool the cool sounds if you want cool sounds <laughs> listen to this this album hell yeah <laughs> We, maybe we can all get together you know we're gonna have a listening party so so we'll we'll send out invites and then once we we get there we'll we'll do a roll call and make sure everyone's there and then we can just just vibe to these sounds hell yeah as long as we make sure Anderholm's there then we can move on to track six <laughs> roll call featuring Anderholm. i mean all these songs really? but featuring people we just didn't say it but i felt like yeah a, a lot of these names. are uh youtube doesn't credit anybody else on on these tracks but i did see on genius that pretty much all of them if not all of them were uh collaborations with other artists which i mean the album's called cross-pollination so maybe that's that's could the be, deal it could be the the intention the meme as the kids say those and fucking as, kids as, as, as a dang dang millennials yeah <laughs> dude zoomers are we millennials is that what yeah we oh, okay but i can still yell at them because i'm an old man at heart hell yeah you're an old soul <laughs> yeah this one roll call starts with this kind of like record skipping loop thing happening which is cool and then the vocal sample comes in and the lead synth builds and it kind of hits this this dark nightclub-y vibe and i'm 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 a fan of it. it it's it's more of a slow burn of the song it doesn't really like progress a whole lot in the first half and it makes the the last kind of drop land so much better because of it i really like the the progression of the song yeah definitely like nightclub is uh a good way to describe it it's got like a dark sound to a lot of it and there's this rolling bass behind the music that 
I, I, I couldn't help but turn the song up because I just wanted to feel it in my head, which Hell yeah. like I I guess I disclaimer, don't listen to songs super, super loud because it'll hurt <laughs> your hearing. But yeah. I had to I had to do it here. Uh but then yeah, it, it, it whenever it slows down, it does its kind of midpoint regroup. Um it got it has this really cool waving wavy sounding chords over the main kind of beat melody that builds it back up and yeah like the outro or i guess the second half of this song is man it's just a ride straight out of the song it's great yeah very very well done i i, I enjoy the song man, every, every song on this album is just just cool in its own way yeah dude fucking out of sight bro yeah fucking groovy man, back, in, <laughs> back in the 70s talking about track number seven out of sight <gasps> 70s and 7. <laughs> <laughs> Wild segues here today, folks. Oh my Man, god. We are flying through this. I know we we sometimes state at the, the top of the episode that it, it'll be a quick week, and then it never is. This, this week, week. We, did, we didn't declare it at the beginning, and it, it is. Oh my it's god, I just checked the time. I, yeah. have, I haven't looked. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, okay. Cover, cover your ears, folks. We're getting an air horn, maybe, if this works. <laughs> Dude, it worked. At least I heard it. I don't know if they heard it. Okay. <laughs> we're on the final track. We're, we're flying through the shit. You guys are going to get like 40 minutes of your life back. Holy shit. Normally, normally wouldn't have. Uh, apologies for the air horn if it's super loud. I'll turn it down and post. But yeah, track number seven, Out of Sight. We should probably finish this instead of talking for another 20 minutes about how we finished early. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, so a real light key part comes in over, once again, bringing back the drums on an electronic song. A cool drum beat. To bring this one in then this this heavy heavy bass comes in to back it up as the key part picks up a little bit um there's these really cool brass stab sounding parts that come in just to spice things up you know just to just shake it up but um then whenever the song you know drops out and it comes back these synths that come back in with it are just so retro cool i don't know what the fuck i was thinking whenever i wrote that but i i wrote <laughs> retro cool like hell yeah as if i was some sort of like beat poet or something but um, the are. pounding bass drum comes in even harder with those brass sounding parts from before and man something about this song just sounds warm and cold at the same time like it's wrapping <laughs> you in like an ice blanket yeah it has some like kind of weirdly ambient vibes to it while still maintaining a lot of like the progressive electronic elements of it as well. So it's kind of a fun way to end the album. It, it, it ties in a lot of things and, and you've, you've pretty much mentioned everything that I was going to mention. And the, the, those, those blompy synth horns <laughs> are just, they're so good and they're fun and, and they're like distorted and, and stretched and, and used throughout like the last half of the song. And it's, it just, it, it feels good. I, again, the sounds on this album, the sounds. They're, they're expertly chosen and implemented. Yeah. Good job, so, Lane 8. Yeah, I didn't even look up your real name. But Me neither. Because you're an artist named Lane 8, and that's what you want to be called, presumably. So, Yeah, I would imagine. Like, I'm not, so, I don't, okay, here we go. Daniel Goldstein. There you um, go, Daniel. Reach out to us and uh, tell <laughs> us what you prefer. Yeah, we're, we're on first name basis with Daniel, <laughs> the guy that we just learned his name <laughs> He's but lucky yeah, I had the genius cool, page up. <laughs> cool ass album, Mr. Mr. Lane 8 slash Daniel. Uh th- this album didn't like 
evoke a ton of imagery like a lot of the instrumental albums that we've done so far it's just some like dancey stuff and that's totally okay with me like there's a lot of cool sounds it's a fun fun album to just kind of put on and and dance around with or or just bob your head or or just kind of to get in the groove and and feel it yeah dude i definitely felt this album like uh oh yeah it didn't go anywhere in my mind i didn't have a journey but not everything has to be a journey yeah some things just make you just pep you up you know hell yeah you feel peppy so hashtag pep peppy (laughs) look you Tweet us hashtag pep so we so we know that you listen to this episode. Yeah. As if we have so many people tweeting us that we need to filter out which ones actually listen to the episode. Ben, tweet us hashtag pep. Ben, ben tweet us hashtag pep. Do it. Make a Twitter account just for us. <laughs> anyway. Do it in Discord. Do it, do it in Discord. Hashtag pep us in Discord. Next week is uh, going to be our, our annual. I say annual. We've done it once before. Oh, I've only done this for one year. Top so. 21 albums. So we're almost through two years of this. Jesus, man. We're, we're almost through 100 episodes, through too. Yeah, we're, we're we're progressing as much as electronic music progresses and, and other albums that might be talked about next week because we're doing our top five 2021 albums. I think this year we're both on a, the same page, whereas last year Joey did uh, five albums that he found and discovered or had a big impact on him in 2020 and i did five albums that were released in 2020 this year we're both i think going with albums strictly released in 2021 yeah so uh there, there might be some overlap there but or, I, there will be yeah some there. overlap there <laughs> you guys can probably guess one if you've listened to our our episodes this year but uh yeah so we're gonna we're gonna be doing top fives plus some honorable mentions you know you know how top five shows work right lists people like lists so we're doing lists and I like making lists. I like doing top five albums of years. I've done it even before the podcast just because it's, it's fun for me. So we're going to be doing that and talking about that. Get your all's five top fives ready. So you can drop them next week when we, when we do that. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know. Stay in our feedback. Bye. Bye.